Welcome to Oakley's Women in Leadership podcast. Today I'm excited to be speaking with Jessica Lee, who's the founder of Aluda Coaching. Aluda is a career development and mentoring consultancy with a particular focus on women. We met, I met Jess at a networking event last year and I like to think that we hit it off in terms of our thoughts in this space. I therefore was delighted that she agreed to speak to me and share her stories and thoughts on our podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Jess. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> excited to be here. Great. So as always, uh, to begin, could you give us an overview of your career and journey to date? Absolutely. Um, so where shall I start? So um, interestingly, it started with uh, a dream to be on stage. Oh, wow. Uh, I, yeah. I wanted to be an actor and uh, decided that whatever it was I was going to do, it had to involve something creative, something fun, because I have a lot of energy. <laughs> um, so I decided to go down the route of uh, performing arts and acting, so I did that at uni, and uh, despite my parents' <laughs> enjoyment over the concept, and I did, uh, yeah, comedy clowning and all of that sort of stuff, which was very exciting, um, and just love the idea of throwing myself into, you know, the unknown, you know, the idea of improvisation on stage, where I didn't quite know what the the audience's reaction was going to be. I don't know. I got a bit of a strange thrill out. Bit of, of a buzz. I did, it, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, and really honestly thought that's what I was going to do, but I think as always, you leave uni and you think you can take on the world, and actually life isn't quite as you think it's going to be. Um, went to many auditions, travelling to London with like, you know, the little bit of money that I had, and it just didn't work out, and I got so many no's at auditions, and I just thought, right, okay, we need to change, we need to change this thought of what we're going to do. So, um, decided to work in a shop floor at Ted Baker, which I loved. And actually, looking back, the whole branding thing with Ted at that time, I didn't realise I was involved in, uh, and I'll come back to that, but when I look back on that, I just think how, uh, how awesome uh, Ted Baker really is about their branding and who they are and their values. Um, but that had quite a big impact on me, but I didn't want to be on a shop floor forever. Uh, and then I got approached, basically, in the shop floor, do you want to come and do recruitment? <laughs> and I thought, what's that? And she went, well... Basically, all you need to know is you need to be really good with people and you just need to want to make loads of money. And I thought, oh my God, well, that's... Tick, tick, I, yeah, <laughs> I can do all, I can do both of those things. Uh, so I ended up, yeah, getting into recruitment and uh, my first desk was in finance. Um, and I thought, right, how do I make this fun? <laughs> so I thought, right, so um, I just loved going out and, you know meeting new businesses I mean in all honesty you don't get tra- well back then as we're talking 10 years ago I didn't get we didn't get trained on anything it was just here's your portfolio you know off you go just go yeah. and meet them and just you know go and go and send your CV so but I loved that and uh, really enjoyed that then I moved to London and I had this dream where you know I wanted to work in the big smoke and I had this idea thinking I was going to be the next sex in the city the whole Cosmo line <laughs> uh, so yeah lived that dream for a little bit and again still within rec- rec- recruitment absolutely loved it and then moved back to the Midlands which is where I'm from and then that's when I got my first uh, insight into executive uh, recruitment and search loved that uh, they brought me in to be- help build a division that was great so I supported my divisional director doing that um, and then got headhunted to become a partner for a management consultancy. Um, so one of my previous clients who was in HR, she said, listen, I've been asked to build this division and I want you to come and do it with me. She knew me through and through. She was like, our skill sets would just complement each other perfectly. Uh, so she pulled me in with her and we both set up this people and culture practice for, um, for the management consultancy firm. And that was great. And I think at that time I really thought, right, well, 
you know, I'd kind of just gone with it with my, my career and I, I wasn't really that intentional, I think, when I was younger around what I was doing. I just thought, well, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. Uh, so I think that, that was probably the first time where I thought, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll make this move and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set this up and I'm going to see what it feels like on the other side of a, a sort of an entrepreneurial, you know, taster. Um, but then, as always, it was a great experience, but it didn't quite turn out to be what we thought because my business partner left and that changed a lot. Um, and I thought, right, okay. And that was when I realised I needed to pull my coaching through. So, um, you know, during the whole pandemic, obviously, is what happened, um, I really started to do a lot of searching around what, what do I love? What are my values? What do I really want to be? Um, and at that time, I had a coach and I thought, I love your job this is great you know every week kind of having this whole um session where I could really really you know deload and actually have someone believe in my dreams and help me you know um guide guide me give me direction and my thoughts of well what is it you're working towards what do you want uh, and that was super powerful so I thought right I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do so I decided to leave the uh, management consultancy firm and set up my own business so uh, yeah so Alula Coaching is my baby and uh, we are growing and it's wonderful and yeah that brings me to date. Fabulous amazing fabulous story thank you so I'm assuming on that journey you've had hurdles and challenges and been knocked down are there, are there any that you are happy to share with us? Yeah um uh, so I can think of two, to be honest, that have been two real significant moments, I think, in my career. So the first one was after I had an exciting stint in London, as I had just said, um, and I had a family bereavement, and it really hit hard because at that time, uh, he was very special to me, he was my granddad, um, very close family, and I just had this wake up where I was like, okay, I need to now, I need to be there for my family now. You know, I've gone to London, I've done my own thing. And my family are in the Midlands, and I just thought, right, I need to, I need to go back home. I need to support. I need to, you know, just check in with family again. Um, but it did mean that I had to think, right, okay, are you really going to do this? Because from a career point of view, uh, I was happy where I was at the time. I wanted to keep climbing. I was excited, and uh, I had to really make a decision to put that over you know, my career, and, and that was hard at the time because I thought, wow, am I gonna go backwards? Um, you know, and I did make a sideways move, um, but actually that ended up being an opportunity because I didn't realize at that time that then my uh, regional director was gonna say, right, I want you to set up this exec team with me. Mm. Um, so that was amazing. But at the time, in that thought, I was thinking, oh my God, what have I done? Um, but yeah, but just shows, take risks because it worked out. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the second one um, is, I know it's so cliche, and, 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 but we mustn't forget it, it is the global pandemic. Mm. Um, I really had to think about what I was doing at that time. And, you know, I specifically remember working my job as well as, uh, you know, again, going back to the whole thinking about who I was, what my values were. It really made me stop. And within the recruitment industry, I'm sure you'll uh, mm. <laughs> understand, you don't stop. There's no time to pause. Nope. I didn't understand what, you know, pace, a slow pace was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think it really made me think, wow, there's so much power in silence, in space, in actually just just taking a step back. Mm. Um, and I kind of became a bit addicted to it. And I thought, right, you know, I want more of this. And it just really started to make me uh, reevaluate myself and what I was doing. Um, but in doing that, you know, I, I, I did decide to, to obviously leave 
the the consultancy firm because I think it, it set a seed in my head that even though I said yes and I was excited doing my role doing that I was like yeah but you're not building towards something you want yeah. and I had this feeling that I was still building something for someone else mm. and I was like yeah but you know every time I was excited thinking yeah okay that's aligned with my values it was and then something would happen and I'd think oh that's not that doesn't feel right and I couldn't I couldn't ignore those little niggles and I thought no I want to do this I want to do something for myself I want to make the decision that I'm going to set this up you know and actually make be so intentional on what I'm doing um so yeah it was hard because again you know I always like to see things through but I think it was the time where I thought no you're not failing just because you've said mm. actually I'm going to say no and I'm going to go and do something I want to do so yeah there was the, probably the two challenges whereby uh yeah I took a risk <laughs> yeah well it's paid off so, it's paid so off it's exactly worked. it's worked yeah. so far and, and, and not a bad uh, mantra to have. Do you, did you, in, was there a catalyst or a light bulb moment where you said, no, I need to go and do something myself? Or was it something that was just building, building, building? I think at the time, um, I was doing my coaching course. Right. And every week, I mean, it was full on. It was like every Saturday, every Sunday. So I'm working full time, then doing that. Mm. I mean, it was just a lot. But the more you learn about yourself, and the more discovery you do, I mean, they're super powerful. Um, because even though, of course, in my head, I was thinking at the time, this was more just to learn. I just wanted to learn more about it. I didn't necessarily go into it thinking I'm going to end up doing a business in this area. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think it just started to really, again, just embed that seed of what is it that you want? And, you know, for so long, in the nicest way, as much as I have loved my career in recruitment, you get so carried away with... What's your, what's your billings for that month then yeah okay right I'm going to hit you know, this bonus and, and actually you don't step back and think yeah but is this still what you want mm -hmm. you know and there's so many options out there in this world and I don't think I lifted my head up to say well what else did you want to what else do you want to do what else do you want to be what could you be um, so yeah I think it was just it was more a catalyst for uh, a need for change within myself that I wanted to prove to myself that I you know I could do something else yeah okay and I suppose that quite neatly ties into the next question, which is, did you always want to be the number one in the lead role? Do, do you think you always had, maybe slightly out of a corporate setting of the lead role, number one, did you always want to do something a bit different and a bit on your own? Were you always that minded or...? I, I think... I think as a younger, as a little girl, I had always had these aspirations that I'm going to be the lead role on stage. I've always thought that. Oh, okay, so you want to so, be the, the yeah. lead woman. Yeah, so I think, and you know, when I think back to, you know, performances that I've been in, I mean, listen, we're talking about union at school. I was like, I'm going to get that role. And it seems to be all the roles that I actually ended up getting were lead roles, but they were male roles, but I played them as a woman, which is really interesting. Oh, okay. So um, I had to play Cassius and Julius Caesar, but as a, as a female, and I was like, right, okay, how would a woman think like this, you know? <laughs> uh, so I think in that sense, yeah, I've always... I've always strived for more. For, I've always wanted to be the best in what I'm doing. And I've always wanted to try and understand different ways of doing something. So I think that has led me to think like a leader. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I suppose without me knowing it from a young age, that's always been, you know, it's been in you. It's been, yeah, yeah. And how amazing that you've had to think. I mean, that's kind of almost um, concludes all of the conversation that we try and have on these podcasts about how do you... Um, be your true self as a woman in a in a more male dominated world. So apply that to the stage when you're actually performing as as men, yeah. or male character, sorry, as a female, and yeah. then so that's a, it must be um, 
Must, I'm sure there's a few stories there. Oh, there's many. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in terms of managing work in the home life balance, you've talked about recruitment being full on all the time, million miles an hour. How, how, how have you managed it, particularly going from a corporate environment where in theory you have start and finish times to your own business where, let's be honest about it, it never really finishes? Uh, oh yeah, very <laughs> true. Um, in all honesty, I don't think I have found the magic <laughs> recipe yet. Yeah? Uh, it's always a struggle, in all honesty. Okay. Um, I don't think... Work-life balance. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, I'm definitely more mindful now, uh, as I say, because I know how important it is for me to be my best self, which means that I need to get good sleep and I need to look after myself and, you know, I get a lot of... Uh, enjoyment and focus from you know exercising so I take in part like I did high rocks uh, okay. last year and I do a lot of these things for mental stimulation as well uh, for my mindset but I think in all honesty I haven't yet found a balance I mean I've always been known for burning the candle at both ends okay and I have a lot of energy so it's it's trying and I think it's with age it's just learning right how do I manage that so it's good for me so that actually mm. I am getting good sleep as much as I want to stay up and work all night yeah, which yeah. it can be so tempting um, so yeah, in all honesty, I don't think I have found uh, the balance completely. It's definitely still a work in progress. And do you find that that impacts other parts of your life? It can do. I, I, I think that because I'm quite a creative person, it comes in fits and spurts. Mm. So it's not like saying, right, you know, let's sit down, do a maths test, and once you finish, you're finished. Mm. It's like when I get a thought or an idea, I have to go with it. And sometimes I can end up in this like flow state for like four hours. <laughs> and my, my partner's like, Jess, you know, you, we've gotta, you've gotta start working sort of thing. Um, but then sometimes, you know, some days, it, it, I don't get it at all. So I have to know that, okay, that is the way I am. So I have mm. to go with it. and accept it but at the same time where I can try and control it make sure that you know I am structured and I know that you know it's not going to be good for me if I'm just constantly running around like headless chicken yeah working all these hours yeah I think that's it I think it's almost and and COVID not to bring COVID into every conversation but but to use your words we can't forget it um it did give us the ability to be a lot more flexible with how we styled our days that traditional kind of go to the gym before you go to work then get on the train then go into work then come back and do your housework or whatever it be it can all blend into one a lot more yeah you can still get it all done but it allows you to follow where your natural energy and creativity or whatever it is that's happening at that particular point, you can you can then action when it's live as opposed to going, well, I can't deal with that now because even though I'm in a creative space, I'm not in the right place in my day. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And to be honest, I think that comes the time because I've learned, right, my best spurts are always in the morning, morning first thing. Mm. So you're going to get the best out of me. Uh, and when it gets to about three o'clock, <laughs> what time are we yeah. on? <laughs> what time are we on? But then suddenly, then in the evening, I'm like, oh, you know, I get this like burst again. So you're you're totally right. It is all about just learning about what's what your what your patterns are, what works for you, and everyone's so different. I mean, I'm an early morning uh, riser, so you know, I like getting up early. You know, going to the gym and starting work early. I mean, some of my friends, like, I couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> than getting up in the morning and going, you choose to do that? <laughs> Is that a choice? Uh, whereas, you know, they like finishing work and going to the gym and having something to do, whereas I'm the opposite. So, yeah, I think everyone's different, and I think it's just, for me, you're right, it's just accepting, right, well, what, what, do you, what works best for you so you work to your best patterns? Yeah. Um, 
So in terms of your best patterns, and I suppose that leads us nicely into authenticity and who you really are, how have you found and developed your authentic voice over the years? Um, I honestly think I see it as a constant work in progress. Um, I think that certainly as I've got older with age, I have put so much more meaning into uh, my own authentic voice. So, what are my values? What do I? What am I driven by? Um, you know, what what gives me meaning, basically. Um, and I am very mindful of that, and I love working more like that mm. um, because I think you know, working in such a fast-paced performance environment, you just don't. Mm. As much as you want to, it's always there, but you just don't. You can't always think like that. And I think that now it's 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 so nice that because I am driving my own thing, it is always at the top of mind, you know, how do I want to be perceived? How do I want to be perceived by others? Mm. How do I want to drive business? What's my behavior towards everything I do? Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, I definitely think that my authentic voice is a constant work in progress, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying being able to be more authentic in everything that I do. Has it ever been challenged? I think, in the past, yes. Uh, you know, when I look back at um, organisations that I've worked in, which have, you know, had a great, great experience, but I think there's always little nuggets that I think, okay, I wouldn't, I don't know where that sits with me, or I don't know if I behave in that way. Or, mm. And you, you know, we all, we've all had different experiences throughout our careers, and I think that definitely uh, has probably challenged myself in my own thinking of, I don't know if that's something I want to sustain or I want to, you know, um, I'd want to create within the business if I ever built one. And then obviously now. <laughs> no, <you laughs> I have, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think they're little, I just think it's things that you learn from that you think, mm. right, I, I, I'll, I'll take a bit of that and I'll leave a bit of that at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use this in my uh, recipe and not, <laughs> exactly. not the rest. And, and how about, um, and obviously I'm not asking you to expose any names here, but. Uh, your clients that you work with now, have you ever had a situation where you think, I really don't align with your values, I'm not the right person? And, and how do you feel about then having the confidence to say that? It's a really good question. Um, no, I haven't. Uh, not yet. Um, I am very, very fortunate that the clients that I have worked with, I have absolutely loved. And honestly, the work that I have done with my clients so far has just been super. Mm. Um, you know, and the reason that I chose to do my own thing is because I wanted to work with clients that I wanted to work with. Mm. You know, I want to I want to create something exciting. I want us both to get something out of it. I want them to love working with me and get that energy as much as I want energy working from them. Uh, and it's totally a joint thing. Um, and in the nicest way, you know, when I think back to some of the clients that we've worked with and you've had to in the past in recruitment, you just don't get a choice. It's like, well, there's the role, off you go. And yeah. so I think now I can be more intentional. I'm so, so grateful for the fact that I can now make the choice and work with clients I want to work with. So no, I haven't. And I feel very fortunate for it. Brilliant. So who, who's been your influence? Who's inspired you throughout your career? Oh, um, so there's a few actually. Uh, so this one is quite funny. So the actress Kate Hudson okay. is actually quite a big... So she was kind of my childhood uh, star, really, because I remember I used to watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> I used to watch it with my mom, and I just thought, oh, my God, I thought she was amazing, because, you know, she 
she would go, she didn't want to write these mag- these stories, you know, with these kind of all about just um, gossip magazines. She yeah. wanted to write something meaningful and, uh, and then she, you know, and then she got up on stage, didn't she? And she started singing, you're so vain. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, God, she's, she's such a, you know, a career woman, but she also wants to fall in love. And, and then she, you know, she kind of says what she wants. And, yeah, so I even actually got, are you going to laugh? I even got, uh, for my school prom, a dress. My mum said, right, this is your budget. I think it was like 150 quid or something. She said, if you can get a seamstress to make you a dress, like Kate Hudson's, then you can have it. And I did. And I, I was like, right, I'm going to do it. And I found her and she made me a Kate Hudson. That, you know that golden dress yeah, she wears, the backers yeah, yeah. thing? I was like, yeah, got to do it. follow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt fantastic. Um, so, yeah, so that was, that was great. But, um, but, but, yeah, I mean, I think that that definitely um, was a was a highlight and uh, I think I've always had in my mind you know be, be more like Kate wear your gold be dress Kate. be Kate uh, and then the second person is definitely uh, my dad he has just been amazing he um, he's in the corporate world and I think as a young girl I've always looked up to him and thought you make this look so easy um, he's got quite a high powered job um, and you know I just remember as a little girl him you know one week being in one country one week the other but he always had time to see me mm-hmm. and he always made time that it doesn't matter if he was you know he had to drive two hours that morning to Cambridge got a flight from Sweden the night before he would still come and drive an hour to come and see me because my parents aren't together so he would still drive an hour to come and see me even if it was just for an hour to have tea together mm-hmm. and I've always held, held that really you know strongly in that you know I want to I, I, I want to be in business and I want to drive in business but I still want to make sure I make time for family and for values. That's what he's always given to me. Um, So, yeah. But then if I think about inspirations uh, more recently, so um, I was at a networking event last night and, um, uh, you know, Ashita, she's the founder of By Rotation. Oh, I mean, you know, these are like, honestly, the next generation, they are just amazing. I mean, she's just founded this business uh, By Rotation. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, So basically you lend and um, rent out um, your outfits uh, your, oh, your designer okay. clothes so yeah. it's it's but it's all towards obviously sustainability mm-hmm. and how can we start to try and redefine the younger generation's mindset of the way we dress you know not fast fashion all the time mm-hmm. you know how about we have less but more and more you know intricate pieces and so i heard her story last night and just listening to how she really built again a business on values and things um you know i get inspired a lot by stories like that so yeah brilliant and um, and over to back to you a little bit so if you were to give your younger self a piece of advice so the 16 year old gold uh, dress prom dress <laughs> yeah wherever. what what would it be where's your bloody oscar that's what i'd say <laughs> where's your oscar um no i would probably say uh oh, worry less i'd probably say you have so much time stop stop worrying about time i've always had this thing with time you know oh i'm gonna be this at this certain age and this at a certain age and i just think it puts so much pressure mm. well it, it has on me mm. And even clients I work with now, we talk about this. And it's just, why, you know? We're not defined to a time. You don't suddenly, your life doesn't become everything at the age of, I don't know, 30. You don't have to have everything all wrapped up. Uh, and I honestly think that I would say to myself, just let that go and just enjoy, celebrate all the little wins. Stop trying to move on to the next thing, um, which was hard in this fast-paced roller coaster recruitment world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I definitely think it would be that. It would be just stop. Just, 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 just take a step back and just, just try and celebrate more uh, yeah. of what you've done. Enjoy the time that you're in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't stop worrying is probably the most popular answer to that question. It's, yeah, is it's it? Quite, yeah, it's quite. Um, 
starkly like, um, obvious that we've got a lot of teenage women, or teenage girls maybe I should say, if that's the right word, I don't yeah. know what it was, um, are clearly worrying about the next stages. And I, I'm just the same, so I don't think I'm just not discounting myself from that, but um, yeah, it's come out quite clearly. So flip it on its head then, what would your 16-year-old self say to you now? <laughs> Probably, where's the Oscar? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would still be where's the Oscar? Why am I not in LA? Yeah, what's going on? Um, it would be. She, I think she'd be very proud. She'd be very proud. I think she should. Be. Yeah, she'd be very proud. Um, because even though I don't have an Oscar, um, I've actually managed to. She's managed to weave in everything that she loves and what she believes in. So, you know, still managed to do the creative in some way. So I do a lot of public, I'm doing public speaking and, you know, being able to impact so many more people mm. in a room, you know, on, on the topics of confidence, on visibility, you know, and giving other women that, you know, that, that belief that they, they can do anything, but also to stop, to stop worrying yeah. uh, and just think more about what it is you want to be intentional. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think she'd be very proud. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Jess. As as always, it's um it's it's great to chat, and like, we are lucky to cross over in a few networking groups. So I do get my kind of Jess film yeah. on a, on a regular basis. Um, but genuinely, I think you know the things that always um jump out to me is just your energy is is infectious. It genuinely is, and 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 it's energy in the right space. It's energy in trying to make an impact, trying to um trying to make people feel like they're able to do anything as opposed to boxed and can't do which is um really important to make the change so thank you very much hope you enjoyed it i did it was (laughs) wonderful thank you so much for having me no worries (laughs)